I'm Chasey Joshua. And I'm Stephen Nipple. That's Stephen with an I. And we are the, the HB Wonders. HBO's Mayor of Easttown, Episode 7, Sacrament. Episode 7, Sacrament. Sacrament, Sacrament. more like sad because this was such a sad episode. Mayor's walking up or down the river. I could never understand river directions. I'm not okay. much of a river, wa- river boy myself. The point is, is that Mayor knows what direction she's going, yeah. and that's towards tragedy. Always. And Billy and Fishy. Oh, sorry. Billy and Fishy. <laughs> Not nice fishy. try, buddy. I wasn't even trying for that one. Billy and Fishing. No, sorry. No. I need to. Jilly and Bonnie. Spell check. Jilly and Bonnie were. <laughs> Billy and. and Look at us. A bunch of. <laughs> bunch of whoopsie <laughs> doopsies over here. Oh. Billy is fishing. And Johnny is just looking at him like, my brother Billy is about to have an accident. They, they can't see, but you did quotes. When you said accident. Yeah, yeah, I did. You were sort of inferring that mm-hmm. he had other plans. Other plans for him. More nefarious. You know, it's obvious that Billy, he he took the bait. Oh, mm-hmm. hook, line, and sinker. He just met her. And all he had to do was just reel him in. He's a big one. <laughs> Could I tackle him from here? Oh, just my gosh. Better not try to worm his way out of this plan that, oh, he, that he has. Right on the line. He, you can tell he feels gutted. He just, exactly. oh, I don't think I could do yeah. this. But I was I was hooked from the opening shot. Did you say baited already? I said baited, but you have another angle on it? He's an expert fisherman. Yeah. A bit of a master. Oh, master stop baiter. it. I know where you're going what? with Oops. that. Did he really lure him out here to kill him? Yeah. I got one more. He's got one more. What a cast. What a cast. And the show. scale of the production. Bill, uh, Chief is back at the station. He says, get a hold of Mayor of Easttown. Anything? Still not going through. Our radio's not picking up either. He and, says, uh, Mayor's nowhere to be found. And she's got the wrong man. The person in the picture was not Billy, no but Johnny. Johnny. It was Johnny sleeping. Johnny be good. Johnny be bad. Bad Johnny. Bad Johnny. Johnny be dad of DJ. Do you know, can I say something? Chess. Gonna, I will yep. say something about the baby. Not red-haired anymore. I wonder if it was a oh. recast. I read some things on some message boards about um, during the COVID, uh, they had to pause production. So they got a blonde kid. It's don't think we didn't notice. I just wanted well, to Well, I actually thought it was an intentional choice. It's like as soon as we found out who the real father is, the child loses his bastard status. Interesting. And the red hair turns to blonde. Something to think about. I don't know. You know, Garth wanted to make sure uh, there was no one else out there. Thought if the police found them, there might be something like written in there, like who DJ's real father was. Dylan wanted his parents to keep DJ. See, this is what I didn't understand. She said Garth didn't know. Right. But, and she says burning the journals was her idea. But then so- she says. Garth wanted to make sure there was no one else out there who could take DJ away from his parents. It's just... It's so convoluted. It's It's such a... The logic is, like, so childish. I mean, they are kids. He knew how crappy of a son he was to his parents, those sweet, sweet people. And I think he just wanted to get them a new son for Christmas. And he says, come on, let me give this gift to them. Burn the journals. Burn them. 
Burnham. Burnells. Burnells. I was thinking Burnells, too. Same page. <laughs> oh, we are two peas in a pot. Cast. What? Speaking of honoring friends, that's what Jess says she was trying to do. I was just trying to honor my friend. Oh, there's multiple you know? ways you can honor somebody. And burning their journals, I don't think, is the obvious first choice. Would you burn my journals if I died before you? If that was your wish, uh, I probably would read them first, just okay. to see why I was burning them. Um, maybe okay. take a picture of you and, and Uncle Johnny out and maybe save it just in case he came helpful later on. It would depend on how I don't, you died. I don't have an Uncle well, Johnny. Maybe just so a picture of you that. and your Johnny that you didn't want anyone to see. And my penis? Actually, I, I'd burn that. I'd burn that. I would keep that for it's myself. Like some, I, some kind of pervert? <laughs> no, not a pervert. All right, moving on. Uh, speaking of perverts, uh, we're back to Billy and Johnny, and, yeah. and Johnny is BJ. a... <laughs> Oh, oh come on they, what they wrote it it's a real Cain and zabel moment because he said i'm gonna kill yeah. you brother i'm glad we got and a another Cain and abel joke back in here biblical uh references that's that's part of the language of this show i wish we could have gotten an old testament scholar into this podcast just to break it's stuff not, down for us not too late who do you think samson was in this show samson oh yeah. it's definitely dj uh he loses Duh. his hair and gets blonde hair, but with that, he loses his power. Uh, and that power is the ability to confuse everyone in the town about right. whose son he really is. And I think Roger the I think Roger the author was clearly Mayor's Delilah. Mm. He was luring her away from the case and whining and who, dining her. Who? Roger the author? Oh, Brad Pierchek. Brad Pierchek. You kind of wonder what that whole character what the f- was he even doing there. <laughs> yeah. Why was he just? Uh, just star power or some star you know. power. We didn't even know who it was. We had to IMDb just, him. We I know. Was, he just. I just thought he was know, some guy. Yeah. I thought he was Jeremy Irons, and then turns out he he was some guy. He was guy just some guy. But speaking of, I don't. I can't find a way back. Speaking to of this show, yeah. Speaking of this show, I got another hot take. Hot take. This whole okay. episode. Felt like it was the last five minutes of a TV series with the musical yeah. montages. It felt like it was that, but I had to watch that for an hour. That's how yeah. I felt about the episode. And the, the cheesy kind of Hallmark music playing. And Do you remember the end of Lord of the Rings? You know how it kept which, like fading with, out and you're like, this is the end, this is the end? The Eagles! It was, that's yeah. what this episode was like, but just without all of the catharsis. Yeah. And it was just... What's the opposite of catharsis? Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Poor catharsis. Nowhere to be found. And and Billy's just saying, just kill me, Johnny. You'd be doing me a favor. <laughs> just do it, Nike. Put him in a bottom bag, Johnny. Put a, <laughs> You know that line? Yeah. Put him in the candy box. Exactly. Oh, man. What's that? And, it's Karate Kid. Yeah, that is Karate Kid. Oh, man. Cobra Kai. Have you seen that show? I haven't watched it. I, um, I fell off after the second Karate Kid. Oh, I'm more of a taekwondo person. <clears throat> it's, 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 You're really it's, it's, pretty burpy today. What have you? Well, I'm drinking this. I, I am drinking this uh, celebratory uh, beer oh. on behalf of the finale of not just Mayor of Easttown, but the season two finale of HB Oneers. HB Oneers, and uh, I'm also celebrating a bit of a, a life course correction um, oh. that I that I've made. What's um, that? Well, I've been very inspired by this show. By Mayor, Mayor of Easton, and I thought, well, what about uh, Stephen of Yuba City? And I thought, you know the way, you know, Mayor, she doesn't need nobody. She don't need nobody for nothing. And I thought, I don't need all of these 
people in my huh. life that bring me down. So okay. I I did a fun thing. I heard about this. I went on a date with myself the other night. I oh. went. I took myself out to a dinner and a movie. Uh-oh. Came home. I had a little bit of wine, oh. and uh, let's just say I uh, got a little handsy Too with myself. Too much my... information. I thought you were going to say something like you're going to start vaping or something. No, but no, this, I don't need to hear about this. That's self-destructive behavior. This is nothing What's... but good old-fashioned self-love. Keep it to yourself, Stephen. The point is, I'm in a good place this, right now. This conversation is getting a bit out of hand. I think. Uh, yeah, so they're about to shoot each other. Or they, they're wrestling for the gun. I'll take. I'd like to do a little descriptor of this scene because I really feel like I had a good take on it so basically oh, there there he's going just shoot me just shoot me okay johnny's gonna shoot him and john put the gun down put the fucking gun down put the fucking gun down and they're wrestling in the water and then mayor is running she falls in the water it's, it, was, it wasn't funny but it was almost funny i there was a moment where I like started to laugh, but then I wasn't sure. Like, is this a yeah, comedy is, thing? Am where I supposed she's... to be laughing? We weren't supposed to. It turned. There's out. a lot of moments like that in this episode. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I was um, unclear of how much was intentional or not. But she yeah. she eventually gets to them. She starts wrestling. It's an old fashioned water dog fight, and um, she gets the, gets gun the gun from John, and he's going, "Just kill me, man!" There, please, just kill me. She says, you're not going to get off that easy. Yeah. And and she's, she says, you're under arrest. Okay. Yeah, she does. And she arrests you're, him. Do you know? It wasn't like a metaphor. She really does arrest him. You're under arrest. I've never heard that yeah. used as a metaphor. Only in the literal sense. Yes, and as you go, you're under arrest, okay? Well, I was going to say, uh, I had a real revelation about the Billy character in the you scene. You had a lot of revelations. I know. <laughs> it's a big, this it's scene in particular. Really big I, and I important a, for you, isn't it? <laughs> Thoughts. I did. Yeah. And look, okay. I just was looking. I was just. I was looking at Billy. Isn't about and I, your penis? And I looked at the actor playing Billy, and I and I thought he looks just like James McAvoy, doesn't he? Which one? Billy. Billy. Ma- for which those one, of you who don't know, which one's James, James McAvoy? James Mac- McAvoy played Mr. Tumnus in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He played that fawn character. Oh, this guy. Yeah. I recognize him. He was Elrond in Lord of the Rings. We cut back to the station. Okay, I'm listening. Chief shows her the picture. It's Aaron and Johnny together. I know. Why was she photoshopped into that? Uh, was that something I, know, I kids, missed? Ki- kids now, like, they're very good at Photoshop. It's basically, yeah. there's all these filters you can use and chat snaps. And I think probably I she love was... filters where you turn yourself just slightly from color, like, oop, brighten up the room. Yeah. I was showing that. Jillian was showing that to me. It was like, oh wow, this is kind of cool. And she says, she says, oh crud. And Jif, Chief, 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 Chief. I'm having trouble with Chief. Sponsored by Jif. Kid tested, mother approved. LOL, not really. Chief ass, are you okay? She says. <laughs> Did you say Chief ass? Chief asks. There's oh. a K in there. It was a, it was a soft K that you said. The Chief asked. The Chief asked. So I'll put it in past tense. Getting tongue-tied over here. Shouldn't have had this beer. You okay? She says, not really, Chief. He says, you'll survive. He says, you're going to have to because eventually you're going to take my job and then run for mayor of East Town. Yeah, I was sad that that didn't happen. We were all, everybody was waiting for it. There was a huge tease, and I think you know the moment that I'm thinking of later in the episode. where I thought she was going straight to the courthouse to, uh, to put in her bid. To run yeah. for mayor and wear that big tall hat. 
Johnny confesses to having an intimate relationship with Aaron that started at the family reunion. He said that they confided in each other, and I was as sick as Mare to hear it. Maybe Siobhan should have broken up with me, too, because I was about to throw up all over myself. I uh, definitely have to say this did not surprise me. I felt like I saw the writing in the sand. Yeah. I was disappointed, as disappointed as anyone else was, and I... I didn't like it. It was all it was all about that ear surgery. Like we all, said all along. It all comes back to that damn ear surgery. It, it's too bad that I'm a dermatologist because if I was some sort of ear, nose, and throat doctor, I would have flown out there uh, into East Town directly, wow. would have landed on the strip, and I would have done that surgery pro bono. We could have avoided this whole thing. You think that that is if the kid would have got the ear surgery? Yeah. You think all this could have been prevented? I think so. So it's the kid's fault. It is the kid's fault, and I. Wow. It's terrible to to blame the kid because I don't. He was directly responsible for it. But then you start to wonder. You know, mm. kids are smart these days. Wow. And was this sort of some sort of Machiavellian plan all along by Oof. DJ, who wanted re- revenge on the wow. town that kind of spawned him in the depths of hell? Something to think about, I guess. This kind of makes me think of another thing that I'm sure must have really got your goat. Mm. This whole uh, reincarnated Kevin thing didn't really pan out like you'd expected. No turtle to save the well, day. No mention of Kevin reincarnated as a turtle. It's almost like the whole thing was horseshit. Your rebuttal. The turtle theory was always more of like a metaphor than anything How so? literal. My point was that the turtle was never actually Kevin. That's so interesting because I'm sure we have plenty of clips here we could play where you're saying that. It was just a reminder, a kind of leitmotif of just every time, you know, figuratively that was her son because it would remind her and her her son's son was holding the the turtle all the time Mm -hmm. and just kind of, oh my gosh. Yeah. No more reminders, please. the The point is, I I the never. The point is, is the I theory was wrong, action. Stephen. Stephen. I the, never. The point is, this, the theory was wrong, and the fans have pointed I'd it out to, in a lot of direct messages to me. And I, you know, I'm I believe for your sake, uh, I wanted to see that supernatural turtle. I just element. I'd love to get a hand my there. hands on there. some deleted scenes because mm-hmm. this also feels like a thing that they just did. They uh, they were setting up and didn't have the courage to execute. And just kind of said, no, 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 delete those scenes. Sorry, Turtle, you'll still get paid for the day kind of a thing. And let's do subtle. I want to just say, and we said this before, but I want to really be clear on this. I don't buy this whole Garth is good scenario. I did not believe in the redemption of the Garth. No. I've been meaning to drive this over to your house, but now I don't know what to do with it. Maybe you can buy him something. How dare they? He did so many bad things. And yeah. uh, he was pointing a gun at Jess right in her face and said, "I'll blow, right your, blow your head off." You end up just like Aaron, and now we're supposed to believe because he brings two envelopes of money. Ooh, we don't even know if there was money in there. It's probably weed or salvia. Yeah. Monopoly money. It was monopoly. Monopoly money. money. One more prank. One last prank on the town. Yeah, who's laughing now? Just the. F- so now I, coming full circle. Yeah. Bookends. Do you wish that his his uh, truck had driven over a cliff? Yes. Hmm. Speaking of Mr. Carroll, glad to see he returned for this last episode. Um, kind of a curtain call. He's a little encore presentation. Oh, come back for one more. And we are all on our feet, and we're clapping, and we're going, one more song, Mr. Carroll, one more song. One more song. Carol. And, 
But he sings a sad song in this one. It's a... What child is this who stole my gun and used it to, to kill Aaron in the woods? We're jumping ahead, though. Anyway, Mayor goes home after this whole confession <laughs> of Johnny, and she takes a sad shower. The shower head was literally crying tears over Mare's body. Too many tears, tears to count. That's metaphor. You know, people say horses can't cry. I didn't know that. They say that the watery eyes are just blocked tear ducts. Oh. I'm fairly certain some of that water that went down Mare's shower drain was salty and human. Mm. And I've got to believe that there is still a fragile person inside there. She goes to the prison to vindicate Deacon Mark. Deacon Dark. You win the marksmanship prize get out of here all you ever did was throw a bike into a river with great precision and lie to the cops weird hobby but not a serious crime it's true why don't you donate the bike next time instead of polluting our river she says you know i hope the next place you go they treat you better than we did and he goes i don't have anywhere to go detective east town is my home east town is my home my home yeah and i said fuck you meek and dark (laughs) Wait, why are, you angry? why are you angry at him? He didn't do oh, anything wrong. He did. <sighs> you always have had, you've always had it out for him. <sighs> he has been vindicated. It's well, clear that nothing was wrong. All he tried to do was heal human weakness. Well, you know what? He has not been vindicated from whatever the f*** happened in the last town. That was never... Suspect. All See, maybe suspect. they screwed him over in the last town, too. We don't Probably know. the same thing happened. If there was a season two, uh, he'd be the top of my list. I wonder if he's just in some sort of like time loop, kind of like Groundhog Day thing, where he, he was, he's transferred oh, from Easttown to Easttown, no. and every time he goes there, people say, hey, we heard you did something wrong in the last town. He said, that was this town! I'm reliving the same year over and over again. Oh, what an awful place. No one place. believes him. What an awful place to be Groundhog Day. Oh, Not even the punks of Tony Phil. That's a dark comedy right there. But if they could get Bill Murray to come back for it, you better believe I'd watch every oh, season as, that they as, filmed. As a Deacon Mark? Oh, I love that. Hell, I'd, I'd watch him as Mayor. Bill Mary. Bill Mary. Mary, did you know? Oh, that's your hand um, in mine. There ain't no, no mountain and we, we can, can climb. Build. I've got you, Mayor. We get a brief period of cheesy, quote, happy scenes. I, I like those happy scenes. I was like, finally, ah! I just, yeah. uh, after sitting through all the muck, I thought, we finally get some payoff here. So finally, all this suffering was for something. What was your favorite of the happy scenes? Oh. Was it the one where they were razzing... Um, oh, I love when they're razzing um, ex-husband Roy, Roy in about his bowling stupid, alley. his stupid the tuxedo. Stupid and no, I, just, I want something you know different this time around. Don't listen to her. It's your wedding. You can wear your underwear if you want. They're going. You look like a jackass in that. In that you like suit. a smacked ass. Yeah. And, and Helen's going. I'd smack his ass. <laughs> oh gosh. If he was wearing that suit, oh, wearing man. that tux, um, I'd tux him. Johnny yeah. Ross goes into the courthouse and he gets sentenced or convicted or something, and they leave Johnny Guilty. with. Lo- they leave Johnny with Lori just all alone, which seems strange. I didn't understand why that was okay. I, I, I guess they didn't consider him a flight risk because he was so sad. East Town, where prison feels like freedom and ordinary life is a death sentence. He <laughs> says, take care of DJ. You take, 
You think TJ is? She says, Siobhan's girlfriend? She's already oh. in college. There's not much I can do. She's, no, she, the baby redhead. She didn't she said, well, say that. Let them watch the episode. Let them decide. He says, look, this doesn't have to be a total Ross. Take care of the child. You know, kind of a Mandalorian thing. And she looks at yeah, this Mare. Is, and he looked at her and he goes, this is the way. She, and then she looks at Mare. And boy, did you see that look? Yeah, it was a it was a mare death stare. It was a death mare, and you if looks could kill, huh? She looked like she was trying to shoot her with her eyes. She almost did, and I, you know what? Chief was standing right there, and I bet if mare did shoot her with her eyes and she was killed, chief would have been like, "Let me give you a promotion," because yeah, he, he lets mare get away with anything. He said, "Let's just keep this between the two of us." Helen is in the kitchen watching the news, and and brother. Brother Father Danny is like, Oh, Danny boy, the Manhattans are calling. And Brother Father Danny is like, We were with him that night. It was John. John. John, but not forgotten. She just keeps shuffling her cards. She's probably playing solitaire. Saddest of all card games. A game she knows well, huh? And Mare comes home, and Helen gets up and falls. That's me. I don't want to hear that. Turn that off. It's a moment of comic relief. Yeah, it was welcome. But a, a tonal shift I wasn't quite ready for. And I almost thought we were going to hear like a laugh track at some point. And I thought, nope, that's not right. This isn't a sitcom. But yeah. I could, you could see a spinoff, though. It's with, a fall com. And she could use all of her favorite catchphrases like, Mary Ann and yes. don't be such Smack a smackass. It would be like some sort of like dark up version of Roseanne, maybe. Oh, uh, what would it be? I think it would be called Falling for Helen. Falling for Helen. Uh, Siobhan comes in and her mom asks her why she didn't tell her about Berkeley. She's like, you Berkeley mentioned it. She says, could you stop being mayor of Easttown for one second and just be my mom? Yeah. Of Easttown and and give me some advice. Mayor says, do it. Go to Berkeley. Find Meg Frowley. Forget about the hell that you respond in. Get out of here since the rest of us can't. Live for the rest of us. We see Katie Bailey getting a new house from the town. This is in a group of very happy scenes, and I was was loving every moment of it. I know you thought it was a little cheesy, but... It uh, was Corn City. Nothing wrong with a little easy cheese. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed this. You probably, as you said, you're a bit of a cinephiliac, but I did like the mirroring of the first episode. It's kind of the bookending feel. You see, like, poetry, like these rings that we've mentioned. Yeah, rhymes. Helen and Dan drinking together. Merit work. Uh, mm-hmm. And that funny front desk lady having some silly some silly interaction on the phone. Yeah, you know, just like old times. We'll see soon, you know, she gets a, a call from Mr. Carroll early in the morning, yeah. and she's going, oh my gosh, not again. And I was she like, says, oh, I see what they're doing. I see yeah, they're trying to remind us where we came from and, and how far we've come, but also how nothing has really changed and everything's kind of the same. Yeah, Nothing ever happens in East Town. Well, and that, that's where the whole Groundhog Day thing, I think, comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are they just living the same year over and over and over again? They're in purgatory. Again, that was one of my theories, and I'm I'm still not convinced that that's not the case, but we'll we'll see. We'll it's very, see. It's, it is sort of like they don't answer it for you, and it's very much... It's open-ended. Yeah. We see Lori with DJ, and DJ is just there crying. Don't worry, buddy. We're going to get your ears all fixed up. 
And I knew it. I called it. You go back to earlier episodes. I said, this is how the show is going to end. It's going to end with that ear surgery. Yeah. It feels good to be vindicated after my whole turtle theory tanked. But Yeah, vindication is pretty sweet, isn't it? It tastes pretty good. Oh, it tastes so sweet. And it's hard to stop sucking on it, sweet to be like honest. honey. Yes. They're at the they're at the bowling alley, and this is it's like this is peak joy, and we're with Roy. But but I would like to say it was peak joy, but there was this undercurrent, and also I could see there was thirty minutes left of the episode. There's an undercurrent oh, like yeah. don't don't get too happy, because at any yeah. moment because it's East Town, yeah, all this joy is gonna like a balloon. They're all laughing and they're all friends again, and and, and I'm just like, who are these characters? What town is this? Yeah, what is this North Town? Too happy. It felt good to smile again, though. I forgot how those muscles worked. Um, yeah. And did you know it takes more muscles to frown than to smile? No, let me try that. Oh yeah, it does. You're it right. does, right? And they're all being frank with Roy about his fey tux. Yeah, and. Uh, Drew comes to the table to ask to play games with her. I'm not going to keep doing that. That, that, seems ex- that seems exhausting. And Helen says, kick their butts. And it's so, so heartwarming to see the transformation in her, too. She's it's still so, suddenly still crass, yeah. but she's, she didn't say f***. She didn't say sh-. She didn't say sucker. She didn't say puncher. She didn't she say didn't s- or j- or anything like that. She didn't that. say stupid face. <laughs> I don't think she ever said that. She keeps it PG, and yeah. and you gotta give her credit hey, for that. Here's to you, yeah. and Let's she cheers, cheers to you, Helen. <laughs> nope, choked. Ugh. Speaking of choking up, Helen has this monologue at the table. Yeah. It admits to her mothering sins. Yeah, and uh, she asks for forgiveness, and Mare gives it to her. Good, because I. Forgave myself a long time ago. Ryan. Oh. Ryan, don't get upset. Ryan, please. No, come on, let's let's not okay. do that. Okay, okay. Right and she says, I hope that for you. I hope that you can learn to forgive yourself about Kevin because yeah. it's eating you alive. And then Mara kind of looks says. at She says, It's not your fault. Oh, she does. It's not she your says, fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. And your it fault. hits Mare right right here. Right in her Mare Damon. And I thought that was such a beautiful performance such a uh, from Helen. Such a dramatic turn for a very comedic character. She's going to win and, the Emmy. She's going to win oh, the Emmy for please. She has It's to. not even. It's, it's not, even, not even. Not even interesting. Right. I think they could mail it to her now. And, and Might as I well. Think we'd all, don't even need the ceremony for that one. And good. She's going to win. Kate Winslet's going to Winslet for her role as mayor. And who else? The best actor is going to be Brad Pierce. I don't know if he deserves it. I don't. Best I supporting don't actor, Mr. Carroll. Mr. Lewis Carroll. Carroll. Absolutely. You know, the rest is, the rest is history. history. On the way to the bathroom, Mayor sees Sandra. Sandra, the one-time adulterer. One-time. One-time That's adulterer important. with, Only with uh, John. They had a tryst, a short tryst. The two of them f- each other. Yeah. She goes, hi, Mayor. And she goes, F- off. Yeah. And she goes, why'd you do it? Why'd you have to get back with John Ross? And she said, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And that's the moment where 
uh, horseshoe finally drops. She says, you get back in your stall. Get back in your stable. In your stable. Yeah. You're not stable. You're unstable. You're unstable. Because of Colin Zabel, he died. And yeah, rain it in Clearly taking, rain it, it in. taking it out on me. And you're chomping yeah. at the bit just because right. I slept with someone five years ago. Five years ago. It's a lifetime ago in the life of a horse. She says, I didn't sleep with Johnny. I turned a corner. Corner. I just met her. She We're said. going, hmm, maybe perhaps this story isn't quite done yet. We're at Freud's wedding. Shiva is singing with her band. She's singing like this. She's going, I'm Siobhan and I'm auto-tuned. I had no idea she was so gifted at pitch correcting. No wonder she wants to go to Berkeley. And Mare is watching. And lo and behold, who shows up to ask her to dance? Roger Dodger. Brad Perche. Yeah. Looks like he's off to a new college, just like Shiva and a new town. Roger Dodger truly does Dodger. And Dodger, you did just meet her, and I would love if you'd stick around a little while. And she's like, what's the name of this college? Is it even real? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's real. It's real. It's a place. Well, he's a writer, so don't trust him. Yeah, write or die, I guess. He says, I don't know. uh, I don't know much, but I know I love you. What's going to happen to us? He says, I don't know. But all the best things in life came to me unexpectedly. The book, book. my son, and you. you. And could I add just one thing, Chasey? This podcast has been a real unexpected delight oh. for me. And I this came at a time when I really thought I had missed my chance at ever having one. Oh. At a time when my life was literally crumbling around me. Um, I lost my job. I lost my Tracy. They actually started demolishing my house with me while I was still in it the other day. Uh-huh. And they're still trying to today, but... Good luck, you f***ers! <laughs> Yeah, I guess squatters' rights don't don't mean a thing no more here in Yuba City. But we'll see. I've got a I got a lawyer on my side. Lawyer, you just met her. I hope I never meet her again. That's really that's really touching. That's nice to it. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm getting a bit choked up. That's nice to that's hear because right. I just you know you tr- you put your you put the effort into these things and you don't know if people you, are listening you or yeah. you don't know if it means anything to anyone and we've always just said if one person if one person could hear this and it would and it was meant something to them then we did our job and it and it means even more to know that one I've person I've never I've never seen you this emotional to know before. that that one person was one of us yeah. and I don't think that's something that either of us expected no, I didn't. I certainly didn't expect it. It's like I've got a new family, you know? Yeah. And, and all of you have been like family to us. I know I can speak for both of us, for, for me and Chasey, when we just say every every supportive every, message. The fans have really held us up. They're, they're not just the fans. They're our no. family. They're our family. We now. are HB1ers together. Yes. The yes. many have become one. Oh, okay. my gosh. I'm just going to yeah. jump into the next scene. I know. Give you a chance to collect yourself. Mayor gets a call from Mr. Carroll. Bookends. Bookends. Uh, like you were saying earlier. Yeah, like I, I did say And that. Mr. Carroll, he don't look so happy. Ever since Betty passed away, he's struggling. He asked Mayor... Does it get any easier? And she, sa- and she says, after a while, you learn to live with the unacceptable. Oof. Whoa, that, that... Tough pill to swallow. That hit me. 
where it hurts. Right in the... I just want to say that it resonates with Steven here. Like a big old gong. And... Oh, God, we are... <laughs> I oh, promised boy. myself I wouldn't do this. Bunch of emotional oh. basket cases, huh? Who would have thought it, huh? Oh, Mayor of Sandtown. It's not kind. There's not enough tissues. It should be called the HB... It's ballers, because we're bawling our eyes out here. <laughs> it's like the end of us. It's like we're on the show, and it's the, we don't want it to end. Thanks for the memories. Oh, man. Oh, Steve. And, um... Do we need a break? Wait, let's take a break for a minute. I just, we're crying too much. Let's lift the spirits up. I don't, I think, okay. I think the one thing that could really raise our spirits right now is uh, one last segment of, of You Don't Know Jack. Oh, sh- you Oh boy, this is gonna be fun. Let's uh, send off the season with one of our favorite segments. I know I've loved it every week, and Steven's been having a great time with it. <laughs> it's been all right. Listen, Steven, you have let's be honest, you have struggled every single week with this, and, and you've known you it really proven thus far that you don't know Jack, but I really think that this is the week. Um, you're gonna surprise us all and send us you out on a high so? note. Oh, I believe in you uh, more than I've ever believed in you. So, Stephen, right. uh, here we go. I'm ready. Question number one: Stephen Nipple, Leonardo DiCaprio is the highest-grossing actor to have never acted in what? Five, four. Three. Star Wars. I'm sorry, it is a sequel. You don't know Jack. Oh, you were so close, Stephen Nipple. Wait, can, can I ask you something? Okay. I know what? in the what? I know in the I know in the past you said that I couldn't win this game That's if correct. I didn't win all three. Is it possible that you would allow you would make a concession for this last time that if I do get one, that you would crown me victor of this game just once? I'd love I'd love a shot at How about two out of three? Okay. All okay, right, here we you're going to get this next one. The studio behind Titanic originally wanted who, besides Leonardo DiCaprio, to play Jack? Uh, Five, oh, sh- four, three, two. Oh, Brad Pierce. Ah, oh, Steven. I thought you would know that what? one. What? What was it? It's Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right. Okay, wait. Now, <laughs> wait a second. I know you just said it had to be two okay. out of three, but right. it's, it, it robs everyone of the suspense of this third question if they don't know if they know that I can't win. Okay, games. So. I don't usually do this, but for you, Stephen, because it's the season finale, yes. and because I think you could really use a win. Thank you. If you get this question right, I, I will crown you yeah. Jack King. Jack King. Okay. King for Jacks. my final question. Stephen yeah, Nipple. Okay. In the early 2000s, when Leonardo DiCaprio partied hard with his entourage, mm-hmm. including David Blaine, actor Tobey Maguire, and writer-director Harmony Corrine, what was the group called? What was their nickname? Five, four, um, three, two, one. The Goodfellas. <laughs> Stephen. It was the posse. <laughs> Steven Nipple, for the last time. You oh, come on. Don't just give it to me. Just that's what Jack. the fans want. Don't know Jack. Uh, 
I really I had, just I had really counted on you. I had sound clips ready for if you want to. And Can we hear yeah. just some of the sound? I'm extra. Or? I'm extra sorry. No, we can't. It won't make sense. Let's move on. So, uh, Carol is talking to um, a mayor. Yeah. And 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 Lewis says, uh, "Well, I thought actually I was about. I thought he was about to say." Mayor, I am your father. Did you think that was going to happen? I did. I yeah, did. you remember when I posed that question? I, I said, "Is he? Is he Mayor's father, Mayor?" Yeah, unfortunately, Mayor was not his cult, but he has something else to say about mm-hmm. a cult. This is the cult that he keeps in his garage. So you'd like to report the missing gun? No, no, it, it's not missing anymore. Yeah. And she's and she says what? And and they go out there and and she he shows her the gun, and uh, Lewis says no one and knows about this just me and the kid who cuts my grass. She says who is that? Mm-hmm. He says Ryan Ross. Bombshell. The show was really kind of coming up, coming out, and I was okay with this kind mm-hmm. of this denouement, this kind of epilogue episode where right. we just kind of settle into a, a lighter tone, and now it's going to get darker, and we were having such... Why did we, did we need this extra f***ed up twist? And yet, I don't think it was necessary. And yet, you know, we talked about this last episode, about this theory, and 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 you had very strong objections to it, and... Um, I stand by it. You were wrong. I Stephen. would love to go back to a time when I thought it was the turtle. Just kind of retreat in my shell and go live in the sewer. Chance and shell that that's going to happen, though. Ryan runs home to Lori. Mom! Mom! Ryan! Mom! It's Mare! She knows she's on her way here! She says she knows. John said don't tell anyone, and so that was end up being her Ross to bear. And they go, they take Ryan down to the station, and... And he gives the whole he gives the whole recap. He, you know, he found out about his dad and Aaron. He went to Brandywine Park. He found that she was getting out of Deacon Mark's car. He said he was going to scare her to stay away from his family. Very similar to what Hugh Grant said to Eleanor. Remember, yeah. stay echoes, away from my family. Echoes. One they, wonders again if it's is are we looking at a younger a back in time Hugh Grant appearing in all of the different something to think about either that or some sort of multi multiverse they struggled with the gun like Johnny and Billy did at the beginning of the episode again rings echoes yes. rhymes right and but no sh- reason there for no reason no reason he it doesn't her. no it's all very rhyme, arbitrary no and he shot her he killed her and he put the gun back. He called his dad. His dad and Billy sorted it out. John told Lori the day him and Billy went to the cabin, she says she would have taken Ryan's secret to her grave had Mare not shown up with the cops. Ryan gets taken to juvie. Mare says, you're going to be okay. I don't know if I'm going to be okay, though, JC. I don't know if he's going to be okay either, to be honest. I thought she was just sort of lying to him. Well, he was Ryan to them the whole time. Yeah. Mare tries to comfort Lori. She and won't Lori's, be comforted. She's get the mm, f- away from me. Yeah, she's get your just, f- hands off. Get me. out of my car. Yeah. And off she goes. Just, just kind of. Ugh. I think that you could see from Mare, she was so angry. Why couldn't you just leave it alone? It's Ryan. It's my Ryan. But then also she was thinking of her own son, Kevin. Yeah, she's got to be she, thinking about him. Who she couldn't save, and she. You, she's got to have empathized. And you know, she just wants to say to Lori, Lori, is there a pet in the house? Is there a pet I in the house? I don't think she wants that, to say that. I don't that think your she's son thinking that. May transfer his soul into okay, that. Okay, I don't. My son did that. My son did that. 
She didn't. He turned into a turtle. She didn't ever say he that. He turned into a turtle. He still implied, lives with me so or my son's son, Drew. Okay. Mm-hmm. She tries to give her. She tries to give her this comfort, and she won't hear it. It's she doesn't. To be honest, that never happened. That conversation. That's a, a well, figment that's of what she Stephen's wanted. imagination. I never, said I never said that's what she said. That's what she wanted. That's what she wanted to say. She couldn't get a word out edgewise. Just to get to the point here, kid, uh-huh. kid boy goes to jail, and uh, Lori's pissed at Mayor. Yeah. And um, little Sean goes, goes to college, and but at the end, Lori and Mayor make up, and yeah, and she's just saying, "Look, I'm sorry, I forgive you. Let's let's grieve together. Right. Let's let's be bereaved together, mm-hmm. and because I bereave I bereave you. you, yeah, that you really understand my Ross, right, and I." been a lion ross even though you're a ryan to about me, my uh, ryan loss and i want to make things right john but not forgotten billy i'm billy sorry for her so that happened it's, it's not fair it's not married that what a nightmare and and it's is this the end of the lori a story she's such a ross Rhodes. And, and she just they they share in each other's chief i mean grief and uh th- there's they've been really robbed of all the roy sorry joy helen or high water they're gonna stick together and um other names are there in the town. And she'll be call, she'll be calling her every day to check on yeah. her, uh, as long as she's able. And don't be so brad. She said, "I care a yeah. lot about you." And I bet he does too. And then the series ends in a poetic moment that I called in about episode two or three. Okay. Uh, she finally is gonna decide to grieve, and so she's gonna. It is kind of a somber note. She's it's good grief. And she's gonna go up into the attic because she hasn't gone up there since. Yeah. Since Kevin died up there, so she's gonna go. You gotta go up to the attic and remember, and remember her attic son. And you gotta, you gotta wonder. They cut right away before we see the little turtle pop his head open, uh, the top of the the ladder. It says, you know, I've been waiting for you. Come on into the sun. So the series ended. It's the series ending. So how many? Tell me this. How many? um, How many horses would you give this show? I'm gonna give it sixty horses out of. 100. Whoa. But I'm going to give it 15 turtles on top of that. So um, you got um, you got turtles on top of horses. Okay. I liked Helen. She made me laugh. She has I a lot of funny jokes. The carols. And I think I ultimately realized I would have enjoyed all this more as kind of a comedy. Okay. And uh, again, I'd love to see a spinoff. It'd have to be a prequel just so. Falling for Helen. Roy. And you know, he's been Faye. in a comedy too, The Office. And uh, you ever heard of what it? What about you? All what's, right. What's, how many horses out of a hundy would yeah, you? Yeah, I would have done six dozen horses. So pretty similar to you. Comes out to 72 horses. I enjoyed it, as you said, much more than The Undoing. Yeah. But um, it it, but it was sad. So that's why I got a C. A C is passing, though. But it's not, not an A-plus show. But I enjoyed it. It was a good, solid show, and I'll I'll never rewatch it. But I guess I'm glad no. I watched this one. I, I honestly, I, I would be okay with if the next show we did wasn't one of these whodunit shows, and had a little bit more of a light tone to it. Um, something that didn't make me want to go cry in my bathroom after watching. I it, hear that. So. I'm we're in one accord there. We're not ready to announce what our new show is yet, no, but um. Yet. Soon. We're looking forward to it. We're going to keep doing this uh, because the fans want it, and 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 we want it, and we got to give we got to give Stephen a reason to wake up every morning. And that's true. And in the meantime, 
Yes. Uh, this is a great opportunity to go back and listen to our first season, if you oh. haven't. There's yes. something for everyone in that season, and it'll really whet your appetite for season three. And the I you know so. the I think the theories and the content and everything it just it builds. The more seasons you watch, yeah. the more layered and nuanced. Um, yeah, so every everything connects. Okay, folks, listen. Um, Please listen. You can Keep follow listening. us on Instagram at the HB Owners. That's at symbol. T H E H B O N E R S. Leave a rating like. on the Apple Podcast. So we want to thank all of the fans out there for the ratings, and even those of you who gave us one star. You're the ones who challenge us to make this podcast even yeah, better. Exactly, and, we're trying and to go. You know, we're going to keep fixing it. We're going to keep fine tuning yeah, it, tweaking it until we can get that up to two stars, and then yeah. eventually three, four, five, and then and then writing a review and you're telling right. your friends and and because um, that's we do it for those fans too. As a last comment what are you mm-hmm. gonna watch to cleanse your palate from this from this i think show? i'm gonna watch the newest season of mad about you uh that was released what was it a year or two ago they rebooted uh, it that? loved that show so much when it was on and of course i was mad about it when <laughs> because i loved it but i was mad about it when they canceled it so oh. i'm so happy to have it back and, and and to have helen and and paul just making me laugh and you know, well, sure. Jillian likes it too, and so it's something we can that. connect you, over. They kind of remind me of you and Jillian in a way. She says that too, but she says I'm more of a Helen and she's more of a Paul. I uh, see that. I see that. I don't know. I guess that's us. Okay, what about you? What are you going to be watching? Well, that is you. Uh, well, as far as what I'm going to be watching, um, this, again, like the kind of dysfunctional blue-collar town made me kind of want to go back to a show that I used to love watching, uh, but that's also been rebooted, and that's Roseanne. Oh. And they they came out with a new version of it. Um, they rebooted that show. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, the first couple seasons, Rosen bombed. Roseanne bombed. And uh, I so I'm going to be watching The Connors. Oh. Um, which is Roseanne's not on the show anymore. Okay. She got barred from the set. And uh, I see. So I'm going to be watching uh, The Connors, which I'm I'm already like, yep, yep. We never it? needed her. Yeah, let me know how it is. It's so let good, man. It it's it's so good. good. You already started yeah. watching it. Okay. Anyways, we love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next season. For the last time this season, I am Chasey Joshua. I'm Steve Nipple. That's Steven with an I. And we, and are, we are the, the HB Herners. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. And we'll see you next time on the HB Winners.